Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast here on TalkSport 2 and we're uh, reacting to the first one day international of the series between Bangladesh and England in Murpur. It's a victory for England by three wickets with eight balls remaining after they chased down the 210 they needed for victory. Uh, as I say, with seven wickets down, 212 for seven from 48.4. Uh, Bangladesh won the toss and elected to bat and posted 209 all out from 47 overs and two balls. The top scorer, Najmul Hussain Shanto, the number three, 58 from 82 balls with six fours. He was the only man who really made a significant contribution. Mamadullah was the next highest scorer with 31 from 48. Uh, the only other man to uh, make it to 20 was Tammy Mikbal, the skipper, who opened the innings 23 from 32. In terms of the wickets for England, we'll spread around. Jofra Archer, Mark Wood, Moen Ali and Adil Rashid all took two apiece. Chris Wokes and Will Jacks added the other. Will Jacks, of course, on one day international uh, debut, getting his first run out in uh, this game and was a wicket taker. In reply, David Milan, 114 not out from 145 balls, eight balls, four sixes. He delivers again for England when he needed them and when I tell you that the next high scorer was 26 for Will Jackson 31 balls 3 falls and 1-6 for him nobody else made 20 Roy 4 Salt 12 Vince 6 Butler 9 Moeen 14 Wokes 7 Adil Rashid 17 not out from 29 balls and indeed he and David Milan put on over 50 for the final wicket England's only 50-run partnership in the innings. It came when they uh, needed it and saw them over the line. Uh, Tajal Islam was the uh, best bowler in terms of the uh, uh, Bangladesh side with three for 54 from 10. Mahedi uh, Hassan took two for 35 from 10. 
Shakib Alassan and Taskin Ahmed a wicket apiece. I'm Andrew McKenna, delighted to say that Alex Tudor, the former England fast bowler, and Ryan Tendiscarte, the uh, Essex and Netherlands all-rounder, are with me on the following on podcast. Uh, Tudor, let's start with you. Uh, some, some headline thoughts then on, on England. Um, they've done a job. They've gone. They've won the, uh, the first game uh, of the series. 2-10 from an outsider. Might, might, you might think, well, actually, that's a low score. That'll be a walk in the park. But in Bangladesh, in Bangladeshi conditions, this, uh, this home side are, are very useful. And, and they made England fight all the way. Yeah, 100%, Maka. Uh, as you rightly said at the, at the start, you know, the par scores around 220, 230. So we knew it wasn't going to be an absolute run fest. We saw earlier on, Ryan and I on commentary, we did the first stint. We saw that first ball fly through to Butler and thinking, hang on a minute, it's got a bit of pace and bounce on it. And then it just sort of went to type very early. Um, definitely positives for England to take out of this. Archer getting 10 overs under his belt again. Another workout he sort of struggled to start off with got into his work one thing I looked at is the pace that he was bowling regularly around the 90 91 mile an hour mark with his change-ups getting his Yorker in Mark Wood back bowling with express pace again Adil Rashid was very good so was Mo and Ali so massive positives Chris Wokes was good with the new ball and bowled his sort of lengths extremely well so as a bowling quartet they I was very happy with, with what I saw out there. And then with the bat, you know, Jason Roy was unable to take his opportunity and feel salt. But David Milan, that guy again, as you said, he just finds a way. He scores runs on a regular occurrence for England. His first 50 was scratchy, but from 50 to 140, not out. He was outstanding. And he just has, he just knows the areas where he wants to score. And as you say, Will Jack's getting 26 but that partnership with Adil Rashid just eased the pressure. And when you have someone at the back end coming in at nine that has 10 first-class hundreds, I know he most probably doesn't put a lot of practice in his batting now because he doesn't bat as much as he, he should do, but he's got that knowledge. He's played a lot of cricket and that calmness, and they just went about knocking down that, that total extremely well and a comfortable win in, in the end. Uh, Ryan, you know Bangladeshi conditions well from having played in the BBL. Uh, so the England bowling performance, as I mentioned, two apiece for Archer, Wood, Moeen and Adil Rashid. One each for Wokes and Jacks. I mean, it really was spread around. But they actually found those conditions and worked with them. They spotted it pretty quickly, didn't they? I thought they were excellent from execution point of view and from the planning point of view. You could see a lot of work went to how they needed to bowl in these conditions and they wouldn't have had a lot of time to prepare. So I thought a, a good run out for the bowlers. Uh, on the other side of things, I, I think no more closer to knowing about the batters. I, I feel there's a backlog of, of batters and to find out who their best batters are, I don't think they're any closer in these conditions. So you wanted someone like Roy or Salt to get runs against spin, to get runs on slow wickets. They're going to be new batters coming in. So how they actually work through who they're going to leave out uh, come the World Cup. Obviously, there's three three matches against New Zealand in England, three matches against Ireland in England. But certainly, you've got one more chance probably here in Dakar. When they go to Chittagong for the third ODI, the wicket, I'm sure, is going to be good. It's going to be a run fest where England will be dominant. England will be good because they're used to those conditions. Um, but today was a chance for, for one of those guys to show that they, they can play under these conditions and, and progress their games to be more than just guys who, who play really well in big scoring games. 
Go on then, we've danced around our handbag for a while on this one. Um, let's look at the England batting uh, order. Um, Jason Roy, four today uh, from six deliveries. Final game in Kimberley in the South African series that England won. He only contributed a single. Um, obviously, he did have the 100 in that series, but uh, there's still an awful lot of questions, aren't there? Um, and the other thing is, straight away, when he walks out to bat, Shakib Al-Hassan is loosening up. It, it feels a little bit like Kevin Peterson a few years ago, Jason Roy at the moment. Left arm spin is his kryptonite, and we're talking about a World Cup in the subcontinent. Therefore, if you send Jason Roy out to open the innings, he's going to get left-arm spin because everyone's got a left-arm spinner. And therefore, I guess I'm coming around to the question, can Jason Roy keep his place in this side for the World Cup? And, and how much work does he have to do to, to, if you like, keep that going? Let's start with you, Ryan, as, as a... As the more, should I say, the more proficient of the two, two of you in terms of uh, batting, um, Jason Roy, ca- can he, can he turn this around? He can. I think he's running out of runway, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's been a sustained uh, lapse of form. You know, you go back to the domestic season in the hundred, he was really poor. He's obviously had his issues with Test cricket. It might even date back to that. Can he play spin? Of course he can. I've seen him wax spin, and you know, particularly in these conditions. But it's a very different challenge in the subcontinent where there's no pace. So he does need to alter his game. He needs to be able to score square of the wicket, not only just bang it straight down the ground. He's got to be able to rotate, which is obviously going to be tough in the power play with only two guys out of the circle. So there's a lot of work to do, um, and there's guys you know, biting at his heels. There's guys who do play spin well. I think I keep mentioning Ben Duckett. I can't see him not going to the World Cup because of that one reason that he plays spin so well. And that's a good point. You just mentioned Ben Duckett. There's Harry Brook. There's Joe Root, there's Ben Stokes, there's Johnny Bairstow, there's, I'm sure I've missed someone else. Oh, Liam Livingston. There's a lot of guys. I mean, we could, I mean, we know Joss Butler's going to play. Essentially, what we're saying is one of the top six that played today. I mean, surely David Milan's got to play. So that's two of the top six are guaranteed places. This is almost the anti-place of where England were going into the 2019 World Cup because we knew the side then in a weird way England are worse off because they've got too many good players now and I can't believe as an England cricket fan who watched (laughs) us be rubbish for years I cannot believe I'm going to say that but the problem is we've got too many good players at the moment to actually get into a six or seven man batting lineup. Yeah, we're very blessed, and I apologise for your for your anger. That would have been my generation who were rubbish, Macca. But um, listen, we are we are blessed at the moment, and and Ryan makes some fantastic points. You know, this this was the opportunity for your Roy's, for your um, salts to go out there and show people in conditions that you're not really suited to. Can you go out there and score some runs? You can't just bully bowlers all the time. As he goes, you go to Chittagong where it's quite nice. You're most probably, you know, as I say, you're bowling through a pipe. You could just hit through the line. It's nice. And everyone says, well done. You've got 100 off 80, 70 balls. But these are the games. You know there's going to be games when you come up against India and Sri Lanka and, and teams like this where they're going to be trial bar spin. There's more ways to skin cat. Can you manipulate the ball? As you said, with a power play with two men out, can you find the gaps and you're running between the wickets be on point? And as you said, you know, I always remember my dad saying, don't make a coach and... 
a coach's decision easy to leave you out. As you say, David Milan's doing it the right way by scoring runs. And at the moment, as you said, Jason Roy is sort of blowing hot and cold. As you said, he got that 100 out in South Africa, but then there's been low scores since then. And then he's gone and played a bit of franchise cricket. Hasn't really hit the heights there either. So his confidence is going to be low at the minute. I think they're going to give him the opportunity to try and score some runs because he has that in the locker. But then how long does that continue for? And as he says, you've got, you've got Duckett to come in. We may have to prize... Uh, Stokesy to come out of retirement obviously he's uh, retired from ODI cricket but as you say you've got Brooke who's for me is you know I've only you know he's only played a handful of games but for me he's world class he's a quality quality uh, young player Root for me has to play Um, Bairstow fit comes back into this team definitely so there's there's plenty of options it's an embarrassment of riches really that we have but all you can do is go out there Score your runs if you get the opportunity. And that's what David Milan's done. And he's put his name back in the hat. Well, here's a question. It sounds stupid, bearing in mind that David Milan is almost the mainstay of the team at the moment and is that reliable. Could they almost have to move him? Could One of the options would be to ask Milan to open. But is that sending the right message to the bloke who's making all of these runs that actually we've got to move you to accommodate someone else? I can think of a good many players down the years. If a coach or manager went to them, or the captain went to them and said, um, we need you to do a different job. I can think of plenty of players to say, hang, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. I'm not the issue here. I mean, for starters, I think he likes to open, so I don't think that's a hard sell to him. Um, but, you know, I hear what Tudes is saying. I think he's further up the pecking order than we think. That is a very, very good innings today. It's not a, it's not a high-profile match, so to speak. It's a... It's a series in Bangladesh, but let me say he played very, very well today. He, he showed the skill of managing the innings, of breaking the, the score down, of batting with another guy when he had to, of taking the calculator risk when he had to. And that's what he is. He's a very smart, smart cricketer. I don't think it's the end of the world if he stays at three. I think there are other options to open the batting. It might be better to, to fit someone else into open and, and leave him in the middle order because he plays so spin well. And, and as we know, there's going to be a lot of spin uh, come November in India. Um, we've talked about the batting units. Let's talk then the bowling. Um, fantastic to see two genuine out-and-out fasties in in the subcontinent. You know, in the past, England have sort of gone down this route. Of, well, there's no point bowling quick because it's a slow surface. But actually, if you're so quick through the air, like Mark Wood and also Joffre Archer, then if the surface slows it down, well, it's still going to get down there pretty quickly because it's leaving the hand so quick. So, fantastic from, from that point of view. Um, is that, again, how... Is this almost like a dry run, if you like, for a World Cup to see if this... Uh, from Matthew Mott and, and Josh Butler's part here, choose, do you reckon, to, to actually say, well, could we use this system in a World Cup? I, I think so. No, listen, England are blessed at the moment. As you say, you've got two, arguably, of the quickest bowlers in world cricket in your side and as you say they take the pitch they can take the pitch out of the equation Mark was shorter in stature than Joff Archer but gets the ball through the air extremely quickly Archer can do both he can he can he can hit a good length but also he can get his Yorkrim but he's very clever on how he mixes up his pace he bowls a lot of cutters and depending on the surface he was bowling these cutters bowling it round about the 78 but then the change up was a 10 11 mile an hour quicker and that you know and even on slow surfaces the batters are still trying to find their timing and you don't really get that time. So it's great to have those two out there. 
I mean, every time they're out there, we're just hoping that they just don't get injured. So to see Joffa bowl his uh, 10 overs and, and um, Woody bowling his eight, it's more miles in the legs. And uh, it's great to see, as I say, Chris Wokes with the new ball. He will always take the new ball. He's going to be good um, with that also. He sort of hits a, a, a good lift, doesn't give too much width to either right or left-handed batsman, sort of hits his button. So I think Butler would be very happy with that. And with the spinners, they were very good today early on. They knew it weren't about through, pace through the air. It was take pace off. It's going to grip and turn. And that's what Adil did. As you say, you know, when um, Gerard was on, on, on comms, he was saying, like, the pace is a lot slower than he normally does because he knew the situation. And that's from playing in conditions and playing a lot of cricket. And, and we're very lucky that these guys have played a lot of cricket now. Right, well, we've told you what we think has happened over the last few hours in this game. Let's hear from some of the people who actually played in the game. You'll be amazed to hear that David Milan was named as the player of the match in this first one-day international and has been speaking with the host broadcaster. Well, David, you're no stranger to the Bangladeshi tracks and you seem to have adapted pretty well today after you started losing partners at the other end. Yeah, I've spent a fair bit of time here in Bangladesh, um, especially at this ground, which has been nice. It definitely helps having a bit of experience. Um, definitely didn't find it easy there. Just saying to Joss, if they'd got 30 or 40 more runs, it would have been incredibly tough to chase that. But, you know, credit to us, we hung, we hung in there with the ball, um, managed to peg them back after they had a decent start, and, and then we managed to get over the line in the end. Well, you're, you're doing your bit. It's always the other, your partner. You kept running out of partners. And what is the pressure that's built on you? Do you have to do things out of your sort of norm and your uh, comfort zone that you have to adjust when you start losing partners on a regular basis? I, th I think it's expected on a wicket like that. I don't think you walk out thinking you're only going to knock it off uh, two down. So I think one of the things we did really well was have small partnerships. We had a couple of 30 and 40 run partnerships which just as Bangladesh wrestled the momentum back, we sort of managed to find ourselves back in the game. Um, but yeah, look, it's never easy when you're playing on a wicket which is slow and, and, and quite hard and, and you're looking up seeing the rate climb a little bit every time um, and you know they've got a lot of spin to come with, with, with the tail that we've got so um, look it was satisfying in the end to get over the line um, you know handling pressure is part of the job and if we can't Absolutely. do it we shouldn't be here and uh, of course you trusted your partners particularly Adil Rashid at the end he's no mug with the bat is no, he? he's got 10 first class hundreds as he uh, reminds everyone all the time um, <laughs> he's got a, fat, a fantastic technique and you know you talk about us handling the pressure, it's, it's the lower order handling the pressure. You don't really bat too often in situations like that. So all credit to him. Well, well done today. Thanks for talking to us. Best of luck for the future. Thank you. So there is the uh, player of the match, David Milan. Uh, so uh, England's victorious. Let's hear it from the England captain, Joss Butler, also speaking with the host TV broadcasters. Well, that smile tells you that despite uh, all the travails that went through, in uh, this uh, match you succeeded and it was not an easy task no it wasn't uh, no we're obviously delighted to to win that game um, we spoke a lot about um, the conditions before the match you know these are the toughest conditions for us as a group uh, to face um, i thought david milan's innings is outstanding um, and is a great lesson to to all of us in the group how you can adapt your game and and uh, play on these these wickets um, and uh, you know to come out on top and, and is a great day for us well to start off your bowlers did well even the paces seems to get some bounce and carry and trouble the batters and you must have been pretty happy with just containing them to just over 200 mark 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there was plenty in the wicket for, for both the seamers and the spinners today. Um, I think if we're, we're completely honest with ourselves, I think we can actually improve in a lot of areas with the ball as well. I thought there was too many extras and we probably didn't hit our lengths uh, quite as early as we would have liked to. Um, but having said that, um, you know, we, we dragged it back fantastically well. Um, yeah, despite the win, I mean, there will be certain areas that you like to fine-tune, particularly your batting and not building a partnership. You personally, yourself and some of the other batters, to take into in the next games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of areas to work on and improve, and, and that's great to to have that uh, when you've won a game as well. So, um, no, we've got a quick turnaround. We look forward to what I'm sure will be a similar challenge. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's about small partnerships actually on on uh, wickets like this. You know, partnerships of 20 or 30 actually have great value. Uh, may not be those those big partnerships which you may get elsewhere on better wickets. Right, Josh, thanks for talking to us. Best of luck with the rest of the games. Thank you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. So a pretty happy England captain after that. By the way, David Milan now, after 16 one-day international innings, averages 63.2, which after uh, 16 innings in all one-day internationals is the eighth best in terms of average. It's the second best in terms of England. Alex Tudor and Ryan Tenderskarty, I've thrown you you this completely cold, so you've got no idea. Who, after eight innings, had a better uh, average for England than David Milan's 63.2? If you think about it, if, if the cogs mesh, it is fairly obvious. Alex Tudor, we can't actually hear your microphone, unfortunately, at the moment. For some reason, have another go. Go now. 
Kevin Peterson? In one! Good <laughs> lad! That amazing start in South Africa was, of course, the reason uh, why he got up and do that. Um, to be fair to, to, Mike, uh, to uh, David Milando, he's well covered because the man who had the best average after eight one, uh, 16 one-day international innings, Mike Hussey, 159 and a half. What an inning, what a start that was to his career. Uh, fair play to him. Uh, right, so uh, that's enough of the statistical nonsense. Uh, let's hear from the uh, uh, Bangladesh side of things. Tammy McBell has been speaking with the host broadcasters as well. Well, I suppose, uh, Tamim, straight away you'd say not enough runs on the board after you batted first. Uh, definitely. I thought uh, uh, the position we, we were in, uh, we should have definitely scored at least 30, 35 runs more. It uh, was a difficult wicket, especially against the spinners. Uh, because, uh, I thought we, we started extremely well. And then there was a nice partnership going, and then we lost three almost back-to-back wickets. There. That was the damage. That was indeed the damage. But you always advocate for a sporting wicket. And at some points in time, it seemed to have nice carry for the paces. There was a bit of turn later on, of course. Uh, all in all, you feel that uh, you are comfortable on this wicket? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought uh, this, this wicket is uh, 250 is gettable, I thought. And uh, we were going like that and then uh, unfortunately lost uh, three back-to-back wickets. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I thought uh, the bowling unit bowled exceptionally well. We filled it very well. Uh, I thought we fought extremely, extremely well. But sometimes uh, innings like Milan, you have to give it to him. I thought he batted extremely well. Absolutely, he did indeed. But just going back to your bowling innings, initial wicket by Shakib, and then a continuation of wickets, and that put the pressure on the English batters. Uh, you feel that uh, maybe going for the jugular is something that Bangladesh don't really practice a lot or don't succeed in doing? Uh, not really. I thought uh, we tried everything what we had in bowling option. Uh, uh, whenever uh, the wicket was there, we, uh, we kept all the catching options. Uh, we kept it very tight. I thought I was very proud of the way uh, the bowlers bowled. Uh, as I said, uh, one man was exceptional today and the, he was the difference. He made the difference, definitely indeed. And good catching also, also by you. So something to uh, take forward into the next games with the positives from this one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, uh, we know that uh, if we put up our, our runs on the board, and uh, we have the balling to win games, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Right. Thank Good you. luck to you. Thanks for talking Thank to us. Well, I think we can tell there from the, uh, the interview that the Bangladeshi host broadcasters were slightly disappointed not to have got that win over the line. Um, they did fight incredibly hard. It was a cracking game of cricket. And, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know what else they could have done, particularly with the ball. I mean, when you only get 209 on the board, right? you know, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was put to Shakib there that, uh, you know, maybe they don't go for the jugular enough. And obviously, having spent a lot of time in Bangladesh, I've got a keen interest in, in Bangladesh cricket. And I, I agree with that. You know, the amount of times you think they're close and they just slip up or, or they can't close out a game. And yes, everyone talks about unbeaten in ODI series since 2016. And obviously, the great series win against India uh, a few months ago. But they were very poor in the, in the Asia Cup. They were very poor in the World Cup in Australia. They lost the series to Zimbabwe last year as well. Um, I agree with that. I think they missed opportunities. Even even yet today, you know, the, the difference for me was obviously Milan, but also the way the lower order managed the run chase. And it should have been the same for Bangladesh. They should have managed the back end of that innings. That Afif getting out the way he did uh, with sort of 17, 18 overs to go, and then you leave it to your three tail enders, you're not going to get a score. And even them, they, you know, they just kept hitting. And the first time England went past Bangladesh's score at the same stage was the very last ball when they won the game and 
and obviously getting bowled out for uh, in the 48th over is is the difference uh, essentially Ryan, Alex, thank you very much for uh, your work on the first of these one-day internationals. The second one is coming your way on Friday. And, of course, every ball is exclusively live of this series here on TalkSport 2. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winners Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 